welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley. And on today's episode, we are talking all things <laughs> 90s. We are We're, both. I was born in the 90s. I not was, to scare off the old men. I was not born in the 90s, um, but I am a child of the 90s. So yeah, because I, I experienced a lot of like, 90s. I mean, I was a child of the 90s, but I was... You were an infant. I mean, I was four years old, but mentally I was 30. I was already rocking the, the let's do taxes scenario. (laughs) When you were six. I lived the nineties. I was grown. I feel like a lot of my, I was, I was a child of the nineties, but a lot of the things that were, that came out in the nineties, I would say I probably experienced more so in the early two thousands because I would have been old enough to watch more horror movies and appreciate and it and too. appreciate it, understand yeah. and not just like not have any concept of what I was seeing. And so. I think what's great about the nineties and even like early two thousand is we were still children slash young adults of we were the, impressionable. Non, the non-phone generation where we would yes. go on AOL and talk to people with our screen names and we would play um, Minesweeper <laughs> and oh my God. Solitaire. Solitaire was Solitaire. my jam. Was the only computer yeah. game, except for like in school we played Counter Strike, but that and was Oregon older. Trail. But in what trail? Oregon Trail. You mean Oregon Trail? Golf. <laughs> Anyways, when I was sad as a delinquent eight year old living on the East Coast, when the humidity would kick in, I would play solitaire in the air conditioning, and it really redeemed my soul. Were you good at solitaire? Nope. Me. <laughs> but mine, sweet brow was. Awesome. I feel like I got better at solitaire and then now if I had to play it, I probably wouldn't even remember what the rules were. I don't um, even know how if, to play it. If poker in Las Vegas was solitaire, then I would be a millionaire right now. Because we're going to Vegas. <laughs> no, because I don't have it, but you should. Um, uh, so what were, I guess these were, would have been nineties horror flicks, but you, you probably wouldn't have watched them until the early two thousands. Cause yeah. you would have been way too young. But what were some of your favorite nineties horror flicks? Scream. Scream. So I feel like a lot of the ones that I remember from the nineties were very much like teen, mm. teen drama in horror. It was like scream. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Like all of those were, it was like young impressionable girls running around in white t-shirts. Yeah. But still with like the slasher element, which is, which is very fun. Um, Blair Witch Project. Were you yeah. a believer or non-believer of the Blair Witch Project? I was kind of a out? believer. Me too. Do you remember? But I didn't watch it when it first came out. I didn't watch it when it first came out. I was afraid of it because I remember there was a time where they were playing Blair Witch commercials in between, like, say you were watching like Unsolved Mysteries or you're watching just a TV show. Mm -hmm. They were playing Blair Witch previews and it was scary as hell when you're like six years old or seven years old. So I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, But Cameron had a funny story. He was telling me of one of his friends. So one of his friends came to find this VHS I don't know who gave it to him. I don't know how he found it, but it was like that whole thing of like the found footage, actual oh, finding God. of VHS. And he was a hundred percent, a hundred percent convinced that it was real. He was like, no, this shit is real. Like someone I gave me this VHS, like you got to watch this. It's so real. And he knew it was fake, but I feel like if I were that person that found the VHS or someone gave it to me, I would have, I mean, I was a child. in the 90s, I wouldn't have so watched I, it. If I found a random VHS, I would have been a mm. little bit, but wouldn't you be like intrigued if you didn't I know remember, what it was? No. So here's the thing. I remember as a child, because maybe it was like my conservative upbringing, but there was always this, this, ins- this inset, you know, threat of anything you put into the wrong thing is going to put a, a uh, virus into whatever. It's so like, oh, because yeah. everything was a PC. 
you know, we had PCs, we had yeah. Dells. Everything you did wrong Dells. was a virus. Like yeah. you would fuck up your shit real quick if you even put the wrong floppy disk in. Like yeah. it, it was just, so for me to find a VHS, I'd be all over at the non-touchy situation. So I probably would have put it in. I think that if it started playing and I was like, oh my God, what is this? Well, first of all, Blair Witch, when I actually did watch it, I get really bad motion sickness. So this mm. whole like shaky camera thing, like it made me I sick. Love I that. couldn't, oh my God, no way. I could not watch it. I just it. moved my head with it. As we know with my microphone. <laughs> You're like, yes. More, um, more, more. So I, I remember being afraid of it from all of the previews on TV. Then when I finally watched it, I was a little bit older and I knew it was fake, but it still kind of scared me. Mm -hmm. But I would watch horror movies like way back to our very first episode where we talked about our first horror movie. I always watched scary stuff at my friend's house because my parents didn't, they didn't want us watching scary movies when we were little because they didn't want us running into their bed being afraid at night. Um, so I would always watch things with her and her parents were like, didn't care. It was late at night. The doors and windows were open. It was a very scary atmosphere. So mm -hmm. anything scary we watched was terrifying. Like literally terrifying. When you're in a house with no screens, the doors open, yeah. and you're like, wow. A we're little face could pop in through yeah. any window. Um, so anything that I watched was usually at her house and it was always like times ten intensified because it's scary. I she lived up in the hills and noises and broke. I always watched things alone. Just, As a child? Yeah. I was a I was a loner. And like you, I am like I'm a loner, De Debbie. <laughs> Dottie Areba. <laughs> Debbie, I, well, I called you Ducifer. I'm like rolling with the D's. I'm a loner. Dottie. Dottie a rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Big old Pee Wee Herman reference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was me as a child. I fucking hated it. But did, but did you, so you watch things alone. Were you afraid? No, I was like super interested. I looked at it at an analytical point as a child and, and I was just analyzing things. Oh, I was scared of everything. I, I never, I was very jumpy. I still am now when I hear loud noises, but as it I, all stems back to your childhood, I have a funny list of things from the, um, the nineties from our childhood that have ruined us as adults, which I think yeah. is really funny. Ooh. Um, that's probably on the list somewhere. Um, loud noises. <laughs> loud noises. Uh, one of my favorites, um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I have like yeah. a long list because there's so many that I grew up with. Um, the Adams Family, uh, Alien Three, Candyman, Arachnophobia, Interview Matrix. with the Vampire. <laughs> Matrix. What? I love the Matrix. Not really horror, but like sci-fi. I am non-disclosed in the form of movies. I like everything. Do not discriminate. We like sci-fi. I put The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I don't know what the fuck that is under because it's not scary. But no. I was like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park made me love Jeff Goldblum. Um, it, the original miniseries, yeah. was I think in 1990, so the very beginning of the 90s. And that, um, the sewer scene, which everyone now that is a fan of Pennywise and It is... Or has uh, a crush on him. Like it has a crush on him is um, from the newer stuff because it's yeah. a lot of younger generation that most likely probably didn't even know that it came from but a miniseries. He looked janky as was, the miniseries, man. Yeah, Tim Curry was like, not was cute. scary. Like that was that. He was like the Ronald McDonald that you got the dollar menu and you got the wrong, you got the wrong food and it's like him. Yeah, I remember. He's like, bitch, you eat that McGriddle. He instilled the fear of clowns in me as a child because yeah. just that sewer scene where it, Georgie gets sucked in and you're like, oh my God, first of all, don't like clowns. Now I'm not going to get anywhere near I like a drain. I love clowns. I know you There's do. There's some big drains in Santa Monica. And so when I got off my bus, I try to get off, it's like a very specific route, but I will get off like five 
five blocks before where I need to go. And do you hide get, in the drain? No, I get to, I have to get Starbucks because I have to do a, a mental check. I'm like, you got this, you got this. And on the way to that Starbucks, there's these big ass drains, and they're like, I swear they're probably at least nine inches tall. And every time I look at them after I get my do- my double shot, I'm just you're like Pennywise. Pennywise's face is gonna come out of me. Give me that double shot, How amazing would it be to like dress up as Pennywise and just hide in the sewer? I would, but it'd smell really bad. But I would. Yeah, love it. I mean, it's probably not safe. It's probably not a good idea. You'll probably get no. shot, but no. it seems like a good idea in my mind. And um, so for creepy treats later on, we have a lot of '90s uh, nostalgia snacks. snacks. But I got us uh, Sunny D because if you're a child of the nineties. You love you, that Sunny D. You drank Sunny Delight. Um, but we're gonna like make an adult beverage out of it and put some vodka in there. I've gotta really tried scoot it. though. Hold on. Wait for me. Oh, you we have to drink. Cameron yells at me for my microphone, so I gotta adjust myself. And then we have a, a fun little Lego set that we're gonna attempt to do. Well, we well. should unscrew this. All of the things. So we should get ready. But we have to drink some of the Sunny this Delight. This is from us now to us as children. <laughs> Why are you so aggressive sounding? I feel like that's enough. And then we're just gonna put a little bit. I probably should have measured that. That's probably way too much. But <laughs> you like slurp the sunny D aggressively. I'm gonna mix it up. This might it's peach vodka, so I feel like it would taste good. I didn't drink enough. Oh. Yes. Mama like? Mama like. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to move all of this. I'll leave that in case you need more. Anymore. It's good. In case anyone's wondering, Sunny Delight and vodka goes very well together. It's this tangy original. Um, it's not very good for you. So as a child, I feel like all of the... Well, it's definitely not good with absolute vodka. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the vodka is probably better for you than the, the Sunny Delight is. It's just high fruc- fructose corn syrup. Um, but I feel like the 90s was a time... <laughs> of everything being very bright and colorful and, and sugary and full of sugar no one and give a fuck <laughs> about their health that and is very eye-catching um so we're celebrating we had a cheers you put your your lid back on well you're asking so many things of me right now we have a lot of things going on cheers to sunny delight and Making a children's drink an adult mm-hmm. drink. Did you ever actually drink this as a child? Um, because I, I was a high C babe. I was not a fan of Sunny Delight. I was a Tang. I didn't fan. do Tang. I, I don't think we had tang, tang on the East Coast. There was Tang everywhere. We what are you had talking Tab. About? Tab is soda. Tang was the powder, the orange, orange drink powder. I think is what it was. And you mix so it like Airborne. Kind of like airborne, mm-hmm. but didn't have any sort of uh, health remedy. It was just a, a drink. Wasn't Tang the drink of the astronauts? Was, oh, we, Tang is the drink of the astronauts, is it? Someone's going to Google it while we continue. I but just, if it is, then I like it much more. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was very delicious. Um, I was trying to hold in a bur- burp so hard and I was just like waiting. <laughs> uh, so what about, um, should we crack into this Lego business? Yeah, man. I feel like we overextended ourselves. Yeah, man. We're just going gonna, from thing I'm gonna to thing I'm going to let you handle the Lego business. So I am the Lego queen. If anyone doesn't know, they should fucking know right now. Because Legos, if I wasn't, um, if I didn't have to worry about money, I would just be making Legos all day and not be fucking around with anything so else. I'm excited for, oh, I need to move my pillow. But right here. Oh, it's, it's confirmed that Tang is the drink of the astronauts. So, so if you want to drink, great. if you want to be an astronaut, drink Tang. Elon Musk adopt me. Um, 
They wait, they use it what? To improve the taste, to enhance the taste of their water. Oh, so in space they use it to enhance the taste of their water because there's a lack of taste. And water is just gross in general, even on Earth. <laughs> even though you need it to survive, yeah. Ashley doesn't yeah. like water. Um, so we have um, this ghost Lego set right now. It's called Hidden Side. And apparently if you go on your um, phone, there's an app that brings these to life and you'll actually see little... Um, I downloaded it, but we can Flamboyant ghost specimens. So we're going to make this... I think it's a lab. I don't know. It looks like a pizza parlor it's from the future. It's a ghost lab, but one of the ghosts um, has a pizza. This this used to be, wow, I'm like chinning my microphone right now. This, this used to be my favorite thing in my childhood. It was like opening up these packages. I feel like it's going to be you doing the Legos because- Like, what's this? Oh, that, I shouldn't have thrown the box on the floor probably, but that's in the in the pamphlet. <laughs> I need to yeah, move all of the dangerous okay, objects. So. We have instructions. We have various pieces. This is the ASMR portion of the show. And we're just gonna, we're gonna rip these really quick so people don't get offended by our loud noises. But you gotta keep the, the packet separate so you know. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> we're putting everything out? Yep. Oh, 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 see, this is, we're gonna lose pieces and then we're never gonna make a, doesn't matter. I'm very overwhelmed by the Legos. I love Legos, but if you, as you Fuck see these- Fuck off, I'm a professional. <laughs> these fingernails. Where I'm gonna leave the small bits right here for now. Okay. We just need these big- Here's another big small bitties. bit bag. So if anyone who has never played with a Lego set before, they come in small little plastic packages. They're from Maximum Fun. It says- They're from Maximum it Fun. It says not for children under three years old, but I would say, fuck it. Well, because you don't want them to eat it. Because I feel like when you're under three, you like to put Whatever. things in your mouth. Whatever. <laughs> but Whatever. we're adults. Whatever. We just put vodka in our sunny delight. We can do whatever so, we want. Um, this is a lot of pieces. What's interesting as someone in the... I'm going to wait till you stop making Okay, I'm done. Sorry. What's interesting in the year 2020 is when I was a child and I got Lego instruction books, there wasn't ads. Like, there's oh, ads. There ads. Well, there's ads for the app. There, there's ads for the app. Well, fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here with your ads and trying to promote so your brand. This is my favorite part because this is the math portion. We need the uh, six by four platform. And we're going to put it around there and we're going to go like this. Is that the six by four? Yeah, man. Is it white or is it okay? Nope. See, I'm already like, I go, I like, I've never taken Adderall, but like, I feel like when I hit Lego packs, I just go like, she, this is, I'm already going. I was like, oh, you know, we were each going to do our own Lego and like, then I was too much no, intensity. So we're going to share Lego and you're just going all in. We're so already on step three right now. I'm going to keep our conversation going. And then you just yell at me when you need me to find you something. Look cool. at this cute little hat. Um, so 90s horror shows, there was a, well, I guess horror kind of like thriller, sci-fi, all of that stuff. What was your favorite thing to watch in the 90s? I wasn't allowed to watch horror and thriller. So I was but, watching but I mean, like, like Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, but like Sabrina the Teenage Witch wasn't yeah. necessarily horror that no, was still No, it on. wasn't. It was kind of like a blonde bubbly chick who like, and I didn't know what witchcraft was and I didn't know anything about that kind of, like I, I grew up, hello, thing in my jig that just fell off. Um, I didn't know anything about that even realm of life. And I didn't know about the, not the dark side of things, but kind of the, the realm of um, mysticism and horror and anything like that. Like, like you just weren't exposed to it. I was it, so super you didn't... unexposed. I was like anti-Sunny D. I was like Sunny X. 
Uh, um, what about, but so did you watch things like Tales from the Crypt or Are no. You Afraid of the Dark? Like you, I didn't, I didn't get to do that until I was, I don't know, 17. Like it wasn't, oh, wow. I so was really and it wasn't up. necessarily by choice. It was by like, you weren't allowed to, I so you just didn't, I didn't even know I it was did existed. not know existed. I was very like, sheltered. that makes so much sense because when we were talking about the whole Bloody Mary thing and I was like, yeah, you know, when it's cool, when you did Bloody Mary and you're like, what? Like the drink? No, I didn't know. And you had no idea. So- how was that though? Because I feel like kids around you were probably exposed to no, it, right? I don't know because all of the kids around me were athletes. And like, this is the thing I deal with oh. now where I'm just like, you know, as a 28 year old, now I'm surrounded by athletes again and I'm just kind of not triggered, but it's just like, I was surrounded by people who were very um, well off and they would be um, popular because of their sneakers and because right. of it was what, a different type of it was a different type world of world or yeah. like realm. So it, it was, and when you think about it, in the nineties and even in the two thousands, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. Like it's absolutely just, not. It's you were made now, fun of for being a it's nerd. It's just yeah. now cool to be weird. Yeah, and so we're still trying to like rediscover that as people. And I think that you know, like that was something I struggled with where. I was just kind of on my own, but I also didn't know what existed. Yeah. So. Super sheltered by like all of the things that I'm sure that if you, if you knew about those things, it would have, it would have paved your path. I don't think that you would have ended up in a different place. I think it would have paved your path a lot sooner. Like yeah. you would have found yourself a lot sooner and been like, wow, this stuff is really cool. Yeah. I and really I wouldn't like it. have turned to fucking food. I would have probably turned to goosebumps to goosebumps or all real. Did you ever watch all real monsters? Yes. I was trying to talk to Cameron about this, but he, he was like, it was beyond him. Like he was a little too old for it at the time. And it was these characters that lived in the sewer. And I forgot. They were janky. They were, it was like pretty weird and wacky. There was the guy that was made out of like, he was almost looked like a ball sack, didn't he? With like holding his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Abe's over there laughing in the corner. Cause he had like weird, I'm right though, right? He had like weird hairs coming out of him. Like, gross and he held his eyes in his hands and then there was a girl oh, yeah. that was he, the, he was like purple yeah no he was tan pieces i'm really fucking annoyed keep going <laughs> there was a girl the girl was the upside down candy cane she was black and white and then what was the other the third character angelica the red bunny no angelica's from rugrats um but they lived in the sewer and it was weird and wacky and it was kind of like the beetlejuice of the time but it was weird 90s. like it kind of it what was the other show? Rocco's Modern Life gave me nightmares and it was a similar vibe where it was just very weird and it made me uncomfortable. And and like that wasn't my introduction to horror. That was my introduction to like, wow, like people, people I, are didn't, on drugs. I didn't know what acid was as a child, but I knew something was happening that I didn't know about. So I'm going to refer to my list of creepy things from the 90s that are responsible for the paranoid mess you are today. And I feel like we've already, you've kind of already touched upon some of those things. So everything about Unsolved Mysteries. Did you watch Unsolved Mysteries? Yes. Um, Unsolved Mysteries was a show that I watched as a child that I definitely shouldn't have been watching because it was like crazy murder, rape, torture, like all these crazy stories. It's kind of like, it was like something similar where, you know, I don't know if you did this or not, but like. Either there'd be a snow day or you'd fake a, a cold and you'd stay home and watch that Maori show or Mari and you're like, you are the father. Like it'd I be watched, one of those things. No, I watched like Price is Right. Oh and- no, I was like, you are the father. Like that's how I figured out what it was you like to father. give birth and such. Jerry Springer. Jerry yeah, Springer. I was like, oh my, well I just, I was not, why are you in a mask right now? But also- 
The Dark Lord is behind the camera right now. Um, that is what my horror was. I was like human horror. Well, and I think that's, I think that was the appeal to Unsolved Mysteries because it was like cops. It was essentially like reality TV things that really happen in the world that are scary. And that to me is scarier than any horror movie or horror show. And it was things that there was no closure to. So you watch. And that was before even like ghost shows became a thing. So it was like ultimate human reality was the horror. And the thing that about a horror movie or uh, a show is there's finality in the end. Mm -hmm. It ends, you know how it ends, um, whether it's good or bad. But in these unsolved mysteries, they're like, and we don't know who did it. And, you know, the perpetrator is still out there. So how scary that is as a child to hear of like home invasion and murder. Home invasion pisses me off. And, but not being able to say we caught the guy, you're safe. It was like, and he's still out there. So you might be next kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't. And they would always make it super dramatic too. And I was just like, of course, like you could not use that vocal tone. And the guys, um, what's his name? Oh my God. Robert Stack. Yeah. He could have been talking about anything. He could have been talking about this like Lego pamphlet. And you're like, Oh wow. That's intense. Like you're going to die. Yeah. Um, next on the list is artwork from scary stories to tell in the dark books. Wait, excuse me, Lego. We're missing a piece. Wait, what are we missing? We're missing the black circular. Um, There's some down here. Black circular. What? Oh, never mind. You just touched it. Sorry. See, come to the rescue. Sponsor us Lego. Um, scary stories to tell in the bark. Scary. Oh my. To tell in the bark. <laughs> you know, when you're in the forest and you're talking to the trees, um, the artwork was really fucked up. As a child, yes. It was like, I feel like you saw the art and I was like, I don't I don't know if I want to read the story. And then you read the story and they were kind of scary, but they weren't super no. scary. It was kind of like when I remember we had Scholastic Book Club as a child and I would get goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. And that was like, that jam. was my, yeah. And you'd be like, oh my God, I have 10 whole dollars and I have all these. Like you and you would, had the Scholastic you would, Book catalog. The, it was nasty paper, like tissue paper. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be the baller coming back with six books. And do you remember the time when, like, you were excited to buy books? Yeah. Like, now you ask a kid about reading. We're just excited to pay our rent. (laughs) And kids are, like, reading. It's not on the app. It's not on my iPad. No, we're not going like this. Like, we were literally just, like. We don't have to swipe. That's why I'm kind of excited that this Lego set doesn't have an app where you can get the Should I be helping you? Because I'm not paying attention. This is mine. Okay. Um, So, Rescue 911. Uh, was another show that was on TV that was very similar to Unsolved Mysteries, but it was more like um, in real life types of things like uh, fires or I guess home invasions as well, but like things where you would call 911. Yeah. And I remember watching that show, also things that I probably shouldn't have been watching as a child and just being afraid. And I think this kind of stems back to my fear of every time we have an episode, I'm like, yeah, I'm really afraid of that, of being exposed to things and granted they were just on TV, but striking that fear in me of just like living, like going outside and all of the Being bad things. Is hard. Like even when we were doing like the virus episode. Yeah. Like I'm just like, should I breathe right now? Should we go out? Should we just stay inside and we're safe? But not no. really because someone could break in and freaking murder us. And that's why I have a cleaver on the table because you never know when you need to protect yourself. No, you don't know. Um, well, so- Wait, what Wait. were you going to say? Well, I was going to go into TV shows that I actually didn't feel murderous about. but Okay, things that you liked. Things that I liked. Because I feel like, how how many years older are you than me? Without giving it away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Keep talking. 
Um, I was just going to say, based off of this Between evidence. Between four to six years. Because, like, there is a big difference, especially, like, we grew up with, like, Nickelodeon, Disney Channel. And, yeah. like, there was a big difference where, like, I grew up with, like, Rugrats lasted a long time, but there was, like, Rocket Power. There was Cat Dog. I remember Cat Dog. Like, Cat Dog was my shit. And I couldn't figure out how they went to the bathroom, but I was very intrigued with her. But. So... Thinking back to a lot of like Rocco's Modern Life, Cat Dog, Hey Arnold, um, I guess Beavis and Butthead was before. I all never of those watched shows. Beavis and Butthead. I mean, it was funny. And now I think similar things that are on TV are like Rick and Morty, which are Rick and Morty. Similar to that kind of genre of stuff where you know people are on drugs when they're writing those episodes because they're just so wacky. Um, but you think about the types of cartoons, like Beetlejuice was my jam. I probably have watched every episode of Beetlejuice over and over and over again. But fun fact, it is actually not a 90s. I guess it was 89 to 91. So it was in the 90s. Um, but as you weren't even born yet. So any episode of Beetlejuice you would have watched as reruns. You need to lose something? I'm just looking for a piece. What is it? <laughs> it's this curvature piece. This what does one. it look like? That one. Hmm. Sorry, See, this is why I can't the do the Legos. Because I, I can't do, I can't multitask people. It's gray or no, we don't know. If it's, it's a gray. Oh, um, uh, no. You know what? We don't need it. We don't we're need it. <laughs> we're just going to do it. How it's we for, it's do for it. design, not for function. We don't well, need it. No, you know what? It might be. Just, I'm going to find it last and then I'm going to stick it in. It might be like the escape room in the box episode that we did where the entire time we needed a box of matches and you're like, there's no matches in here. There's no matches. And at the very end in the trash bag. There's the matches. What did we drop? I just dropped a fucking Lego in your drink. She dropped multiple Legos in my drink. It's okay. We're going to recover this. Oh, it's just one. It's one just Lego one. in I the drink. The... Is it weird if I... Nope. nope. All good. Nope. We, we make judge. two here. Um, so this other one on the list is pretty funny. And it says, worrying that gushers might turn your head into a giant large fruit. I remember that. I remember those that? commercials yeah. were triggering. You ate the gushers and then your head would like, if you ate the grape shaped gusher, if you ate the watermelon, then your head would turn into a giant watermelon. I hated or that. And it was freaking hated it, but it wasn't even cute. Like, you know, they could have done it. where like, Oh, no, because cute, I you think, turn into a grape. And the thing that I love about the nineties is that the, the effects, everything was not good. Like it just, <laughs> well, to be fair to today's standards, it was not good. But at the time, it was good. Yeah. So aggressive. Sorry. So I, got, I got that really? one piece that you needed. Nope. I'm fine later. Okay. It's probably going to be on the, hold on. It's probably in the bag that I threw on the floor. Um, Resident Evil games. I didn't play the Resident Evil games as a kid because they were too scary for me. But I know I a lot of people I didn't know what they that... were. I played Animal Crossing. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever get into or an Animal... Oregon Trail? No. Did you ever get into Animal Crossing? No. I feel like the the four to six year the four, four to six year Animal gap. Crossing was my Lord. don't they make I got fat off of Animal Crossing and I'm what not does even that kidding. even mean I was uh, for a good explain minute, Animal Crossing because I, I don't would, even I would rather catch three thousand dollar red sea bass than live my real life but what and was, I was eating chicken tendies and what, just like was living. Animal Crossing like the like the World of Warcraft of the no. 90s well, like people got sucked into no, so it basically it actually taught me a lot about mortgages so basically <laughs> you um, <laughs> you would you'd enter you're like oh I'm an animal and I, I'm entering this new town and you have your town and you have your neighbors and you have a house and you have a dinky ass house and it's like a, a studio and like 
you know, LA. And is it like Minecraft? You kind of, the- I don't know. I've never played Minecraft, but you have a mortgage and you're just like, oh, like I'm going to pay off my mortgage and get a bigger house. And like the thing is, you but what want, does the animals have to do with it? The animals all help you. They're going to like give you furniture or give you like, they're going to tell you, hey, like catch this moth at like 3 p.m. and you'll make five grand. So as you're essentially a, instead of being a human, you're an animal. You're a business person. You're a business you're a human, animal. But they, oh, they make I'm you. I'm so confused. Well, the thing is they make you hooked on it because at certain times of the day, certain things happen. So they're like at 5 p.m., you could catch this $10,000 fish. And then at midnight, there's a celebration. Oh. You can get this, this custom chair that you can't get. So like. You had to be on all the fucking times. All I would do, I'd play Animal Crossing and I'd eat chicken tenders. And I was like, fucking fat. I mean, it doesn't, when I think of Animal Crossing, I think it's like a farm game and you're like tending to the animals. It doesn't sound like any of that happens at all. No, you, no, you don't have animals. You don't have a farm? (laughs) Nope. Well, (laughs) that is. your, Your neighbors are animals. So your neighbors are like horses and pigs. And yeah. Cows. Oh yeah. And yeah. And you can go in their house and like look at their furniture and like tell them they suck. And you know, well, that sounds like you build relationship time. You get new neighbors. No, it's fucking Do you have great. To put, is it like mine? Like all the games these days where they're like, it's free to download, but then you have to pay real money. No, I mean, you have to buy the game. Like it was on Nintendo Wii, but oh, Nintendo was, Wii. That's I, like, honestly, if new. I had, if I had more time, I'd play it right now. <laughs> I Animal Crossing episode in our future. Loved it. It was my probably from when I was nine to eleven at least, and then I was like, "Well, I'm getting too big." I need to, <laughs> to say in public that I, I was, play Animal Crossing. I was getting a little big for my britches. So, I think that is there any other '90s TV shows or list you got in my lap. refer to your list? Um, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was good. Angry Beaver. Angry Beaver. Angry Beaver. Yeah, they lived in a little beaver hut and they were all angry and shit. Were they beavers? It was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, they were beavers. What do you think they are? (laughs) I don't know. Is it like Animal Crossing where you're actually a human and not an animal? I don't know. Um, uh, What about, you talked about this before, but I think you forgot. Dinosaurs? Oh yeah, dinosaurs. (laughs) I have a whole fucking speech on dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs, one, because two weeks ago I went into a... A Joshua Tree um, Hotel, and it looked oh, like a set of dinosaurs. It totally and I was did. so excited, and then it turned out to be nasty. <laughs> but um, dinosaurs is really kind of a trailblazer of the '90s because not the mama, not the mama, the baby. So with the I'm going to read pan. the pretense, but essentially, like before I read about the characters, like it was very um, focused on like endangered species and like um, like. LGBT rights and censorship and the corporation issues. And there was actually a lot of memes going around that was like um, relating him to like Trump and stuff and how he would talk and everything. But essentially it has like this um, low, like any family has a bunch of kooks. So like in the family, it was like blue collar dinosaur Earl Sinclair tries to cope with this short tempered boss Bradley. So it's like this dad and he has this shitty boss and he's trying to put food on the table for his family. Yeah. And then, um, his, uh, long suffering wife, Fran and his rebellious teenage son, Robbie and his shop till she drops daughter, uh, Charlene and the precious baby. Oh my God. It's all coming back to me. And the crusty mother-in-law are (laughs) Ethel. And, like he just like he touches on so many things where that's kind of like the American family where like he's trying to put food on the table. He's got a little bitch ass kid, got crazy Ethel. That baby was crazy. Got a, got a sad wife, got a crazy like kid, like 
who wants to buy it was things. it was real life a real life sitcom yeah. sitcom under the umbrella of like this, this yeah. different world so it was basically bringing all of these real life issues um but with this fantasy element where they're dinosaurs and it's not like yeah i feel like you relate to it in a sense that you can relate to the if characters if it was real humans i wouldn't relate as hard but it was right. very it was fun yeah it, it kind of hooked you because it was it was dinosaurs i loved that show um what other shows did I watch religiously? I was like a huge fan of Charmed. I like I liked it, but I wasn't like as it. into it until I revisited it like 10 years later. So I watched The Craft, which came out before Charmed, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure. And um wait, he's he's <laughs> he's laughing. He's laughing. Ducifer is laughing. Um so Charmed, I loved. I loved the dynamic of the sisters. It was it was definitely that same kind of soap opera-esque vibe of like the teenage drama although they were a little bit older than teenagers but you're reliving that kind of like high school teenage drama within yeah. the world um now watching back on it it was charmed and then buffy and then angel were like the the trifecta of shows buffy. that were my favorite yeah. um but now looking back on it super cheesy super corny but it's that soap opera vibe like if but you i feel like the cheese made the 90s like oh for was. sure like, i feel like even when I watch things now and I'm like revisiting old movies, I'm just like, that was so shitty. But so like, even when I watch like, like even old star Wars films where I'm just like, Yoda was a fucking kook. But in the time that I watched it, he was great. And then I'm like, no, he was high off his rocker. Well, like, and I think that's the thing as a child, you're like, as an adult, we're way more critical of things. And we're like, that's not how, that's not how people would really talk. Or that's not really like how things would play out. Um, but as a kid, you're so just, like naive and and happy and excited about things that you don't you don't pick things apart as an adult. I'm like that's not right. I don't like that. No. Um, we're way more critical. So, um, moving on to the next thing, I think we've covered a lot of like our favorite shows and movies. Um, let's talk about some '90s. Oh my god, I lost a piece of my crotch. Oh no, and we have a fluffy couch. Wait, did you find? Hold on, you got to feel for it. It's so small. Um, well, well, you try to find the missing. Lego piece. We might have to call for assistance. Um, we're going to move on to one of my. I don't need it. I, don't need it. <laughs> I love the way you do Legos. You're like, it's fine. We don't. I need it. honestly, Legos was such a big part of my childhood. It's just like me. But me all of the pieces are necessary. Yeah. Well, In, not for that one. Well, this has a little wheel thing on the side. Okay. One. So the next thing that I want to talk about is the Jean Benet Ramsey murder. And if you grew up, I mean, I would say anywhere from like the early nine, well, ninety six when she uh, was murdered to even now, because there's still like if you're in the grocery store, you're like watching the news and stuff, you still see things about the John Renee, John Benet Ramsey case. Um, so John Benet Ramsey was a six year old uh, beauty queen, and um, she was murdered. So. It was a crazy story, and I think the thing that is most insane to me is when things are still unsolved. And I know there's plenty of unsolved murders and unsolved stories in life in general, but the fact that there's so much information about- And Jean it's still not figured out. And they still haven't figured it out is very interesting to me. So I went uh, down the rabbit hole and watched some documentaries, Googled a lot of articles and found out a lot of information about the Jean Benet Ramsey case. And a lot of it I had known in the past, but <laughs> the Dark Lord is combing the grab. carpet for the the missing Lego piece. 
You do need it, though. No, I don't. It's important. Nope, I literally don't. I figured it okay. out. Okay, so we'll find out when the Lego does not go together why, why it's probably that missing piece. So I have a list of crazy facts. So you're familiar with the JonBenet Ramsey case, yes, right? Yes, I am. Um, in 1996, JonBenet Ramsey, from what her mother said, is kidnapped. She is not kidnapped. Oh. <laughs> We're trying to find the Lego. Yeah, I think I just found it with my foot. Where is it? Okay. So the six-year-old Jean Benet Ramsey lived with her family in Boulder, Colorado. Her mother, Patsy, her father, John, and her older brother, Burke. <laughs> uh, her older brother, did you find it? Yeah. Her, she found it. Her older brother, Burke, uh, was nine at the time of the murder. So on Christmas night, 1996, the Ramseys hosted their uh, a Christmas party in Boulder, Colorado. What, did you just drop it again? Fired. So fired. It's like a little green booger. <laughs> it is. It's like the little cap thing. I feel like it's like a, um, a top to a thing. <laughs> I feel like most of this is it, is happening out of frame right now. I don't even need it. Wait, my thing won't load. Hold on. I'm having technical difficulties right now. We're having life difficulties. Okay. I don't need it, Kim. That's so, the irony. My notes are not loading, but we're just going to go from memory. So um, in 1996, it was the day after Christmas, uh, Jean Benet mother, Patsy Ramsey, wakes up and Patsy. she finds, like, Patsy, you're already guilty. Uh, she finds a ransom note and it is a ransom note that is three pages. So when most people have a ransom note, you're like pretty straight to the fucking point. Yeah. I want money if you want this person back, right? Why does it need to be three pages? So first of all, weird. So Patsy calls 911 and her first thing that she says to 911, whoever picks up the phone is uh, there has, there has been a kidnapping Loosely quoting, I'm not sure, but along those lines, there's been a kidnapping. Not, holy shit, my daughter's missing. Oh my God, my, like, expressing concern for her daughter being gone. It's just, there's a ransom note. So I've heard the tapes over and over again. Uh, she does express some distress that her daughter's missing, but it's just weird. Like, the way yeah. she reacts to the situation is very strange. So, um, interesting. One thing that was also interesting is she also hangs up on 911. Fuck her. So, if something is happening, that that's is the government. <laughs> no, but like if your daughter is missing, wouldn't you stay on the line and you would give as much information as is humanly possible to try to figure out what you could do to get your daughter back? Yes. She theory. hangs up. So the police come and they this are saying, a, what's happening? I don't know. This is a nice piece. This is a nice mailbox. <laughs> this, is, this is a nice This is Lego better piece. than what I had when I was a child. Oh, wait, it's loading now. Look at her. Look at how cute she this was. This is a nice, you guys, Lego. This is a nice... I don't know if you realize not to fuck on your Ramsey shit, but like I, Rude. you know, like when I was a kid, like they were still developing Legos and for a while they were just molding these big pieces. And I'm glad they go back to like making the mailbox That's instead of, door. Hello, instead of, um, you know, these prefab shit. Thank you, Lego. Thank you, Lego. We appreciate you. We like so this. continuing on, uh, Jean Bonnet was missing. According to the ransom note, her parents would have to pay $118,000 to get her daughter back. No, Weird. but out of all of the numbers you could pick, I would be like, let's round up to 200,000. Why 118,000? So come to find out that 118,000 was the amount of money that the dad had received on a previous bonus. So the whole um, speculation is that either- Bitch, did you take my stickers? 
Oh, your sticker's right here. Thank you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the whole speculation is, one, did the person know her father and know that he, they knew how much she had made on the bonus? Mm. Or did were they in on it? So what I think is they obviously had something to do with it. Everything, all of the investigations, all of the questions, everything about it makes the parents seem guilty. I personally think the mother did it. Um, so $118,000, again, a very it's strange a very number. Strange, yeah, I mean, um, I would love $118,000. I mean, most people that's would. very specific. But it's very specific. And the fact that the ransom note was three pages. Also, interesting fact, is they did um, handwriting analysis on the mother. So in pretty much every documentary or interview that you watch, they'll, they'll show you Patsy's Ramsey, Patsy Ramsey's writing next to samples from the um, ransom note. Mm -hmm. And it is... Uncanny. Like, it is, you can't mistake it. Like maybe the fonts are a little bit off because it's blown up or um, when they scanned it, it's not like a perfect copy. So it looks a little bit off. But for the most part, it is like, take a step back and look at it. There's no denying that it's the same handwriting. Like they didn't Ooh. even try. And when they're interviewing the dad, the dad is commenting on the writing and saying, well, it's really sloppy. It's really sloppy. And it's like everything that the husband and wife say in the interview was like they had a pre-meeting. And they're like, okay, when they ask this question, we're going to say this. That's so it is, up. it's so weird. And the mother and father in these interviews that are on camera, they don't really show sadness. Like if your daughter was taken and That's murdered. Like a, a clear indication of a crazy ass right, murderer. You would be, you would be heartbroken. Like it would be hard to talk about it. Um, and then in another article that I read, the parents denied giving the police a second interview. They said, we will only give another interview if we can see all of the evidence that you have thus far. If my child was murdered, I would interview as many people, I would answer as many questions a thousand times if they needed me to, if I thought that would help find who killed her. But it's like, they're so weird. They're so fucking guilty. It is crazy. Okay, I'm gonna continue on my list because there's so go, many go, other go, things. Go. Um, so she died from blunt force, blunt force trauma to the head and strangulation. So it's not like what I initially thought. I was like, okay, maybe it was an accident. Maybe like there was a struggle. She fell down the stairs of an accident. Mm -hmm. They're trying to mm -hmm. cover it up. But strangulation and blunt force trauma. That's, that's uh, like, that's a, a very interesting um, dual platter of smorgasbord of food in, right? the, that's in like, the realm of murder. It's too many things to go wrong in, in like one sitting. So they obviously everyone is accusing the family. Mm -hmm. So it goes to the extent where the family, even um, all of these like CBS put out a little, not necessarily a docuseries, but like a, a little documentary talking about, the case and uncovering other information and accusing the brother of having something to do with it and the father of having something to do with it. And both of them sued CBS for defamation. Ooh. And in another article, they say that they basically settled for an undisclosed amount. So they got money from CBS. And I feel like the mother actually passed away. I think of like, um, either she was like 42 or 44 years old and she passed away of cancer, which is an awful way to go. And I totally like believe that is, to it's very unfortunate, but I also believe in karma. And yeah. I believe that if she had anything to do with it, she fucking deserved it. And that's yeah. like, I don't feel bad saying it because there's so many interviews and so many articles that just don't add up. It's just one of those things too, where I feel like 
if you have a certain amount of money and a, a certain amount of lack of care, like sometimes you can just be hushed. And I think that, you know, it's unfortunate that people become victims of murder and et cetera. But it's, yeah. it's also just like, you know, like there's some fucked up people and they'll be willing to take a sum to make something go away. And also, I don't know, like, it's weird, and I feel like we've talked about this before with, like, the Illuminati, but I feel like it's, like, it's all money. It's, like... Well, yeah, and, but the weird thing was is, so when they interview the family and they're talking about the ransom amount and they're saying that $118,000 was a, a large amount to the family. Mm -hmm. So they had a nice home. They lived in a, a kind of an expensive town, but for them to be, like, $118,000, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like they were millionaires where they could just pay pay people off. But I definitely feel like there was foul play and there um, is a, <laughs> Cameron says off camera, they were good liars. And I don't think they were good liars. I think that they were just very, um, they had a story and they stuck to it because I don't believe whatever they were saying. I don't believe it. They, yeah, they look guilty. Sure. They sound guilty. Everything about them shows that there's some sort of guilt and there's something that they're not telling people. And unfortunately she passed away. So everything that she knows went with her to the grave. We don't know any information that she had. And now it's really just the dad. I would say that the little boy was too small at the time to be influenced. Like you couldn't tell a nine-year-old boy, you know, we had something to do with it. Keep your mouth shut. No. So he, he was just blind to the fact that what actually happened and he's going to believe everything his parents say. Cause that's what you do as a kid. You, you trust your parents. Um, so to this day, there is, it's still unsolved. People have theories. There's actually a documentary on Netflix or actually on Amazon. And there was one of the investigators, his name is Steve. I don't remember his last name, but he has a whole theory about the mom. And you think about like a pageant Ooh. mom. Think about a pageant mom, like how aggressive they are, how possessive they are, how crazy they are when their kid does something bad. And he thinks that it was an accident. Maybe uh, Jean Benet didn't agree with something that she said. There was an altercation. Um, from what he said is she fell and hit her head on a bathtub. And the mother had two options. Either call the police and say, hey, there's been an accident and let's, let's save my daughter. Or has this gone too far where they're going to ask questions? Get a um, sneaky. Right. There was uh, a moment where the mother took Jean Benet to the doc doctor saying that she had vaginal irritation. And there was also claims of sexual abuse in the family. None of this was confirmed. Um, but she claimed that the, the issue was because of a bubble bath. Bullshit. So Bullshit. all of these things are just like red flag, red flag, red flag. And how many more red flags can go off before people start? talking and people start saying you, you can't have your kid or take your kid away. So I think it got to the point where she was like, I can't call the police because if I call the police, they're going to take her away or I'm going to be in trouble because they're going to find out that I have something to do with like, yeah. she's not being treated or cared for the way she should. Um, so the one thing again, that I find super interesting is this whole case with the technology that we have has not been solved. That's what I was going to ask because I know that's still kind of this whole. There's a there's a couple suspects. So the parents, obviously, number one. I for, for sure, sure. I for sure think it's the mom. I think like is if, she alive still? No, she died and she I was, was going to say, don't come after us. She is the one that died of cancer. Okay, and that's what I was saying. I was like, well, if it was you, then you deserved it, and that's terrible to say, but I totally believe that. There was also a Santa a guy that played Santa that they thought could have done it. 
Um, which is an interesting story. So Jean Bonnet gave this Santa character a glass jar of glitter. And he had asked his wife that when he died to be cremated and to be mixed with the glitter. That's, Wait, what? It's exactly as how it sounds. So she gifted him a jar of glitter. And when he passed away, he wanted his wife to, when he was cremated, to be mixed with, mixed into the glitter. So there was some sort of no, connection. No, 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 Although that's, that's up sheet. Although that's weird. Is that enough to say, like he killed her? No. You know, Santa would have had to break into their house. There's like so Fuck many off, things. Santa. Um, there was a teacher that said that he did it, and then through a lie detector test, it turned out that he didn't do it. And I think a lot of the people were just searching fame notoriety to get on the news. They just wanted attention. Um, but to this day, the case hasn't been solved. And again, this kind of circles back to previous episodes where we talked about, unless there's someone that wants the case opened back up, mm-hmm. is it really going to be opened back up? And it's only the dad and the brother alive. And clearly they're just profiting off of people accusing them. Cause they're at like, this point, like, what are you going to gain? Like, it's just kind of like, we're at this, like, it's been years and... Yeah, it's been a really long time. It's been over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, like, if you really wanted to find out what happened to your sister, what happened to your daughter, you would do everything in your power to find out. Yeah. And they have not. They have chosen to basically hide away. And every time they're asked for more information, it's like, well, we don't want to talk about it anymore. And they show no sadness or remorse in any of these videos or interviews. So... um, my expert opinion, because I'm an expert, we're spookyologists, we know this shit, um, the family was in on it. And regardless of what their part was, um, I so I wholeheartedly believe that the mother and the father knew what happened to her and they covered it up. I and so they were smart enough to pull the wool over the police and the investigators' eyes and they've gotten away with it. And it really sucks because she was a beautiful young girl who probably had a bright future um, and all that was crushed and we'll never really know what happened. And I think eventually we'll figure out what happened, but it might be a long time from now. <gasps> I just saved that piece. I'm trying so hard. Oh my God. Just... I just threw it the other way and it went that way. Leanna, we had one job. But it's like a silver ball. So it's one of these little doodads. I mean, I'm getting close as you speak to that to make this whole full-on ghost yeah. situation. I think next time I'm going to have to make a Lego because you did such a I, good job. Okay, if anyone wants to marry me, they just, like, buy me some Legos. Okay, I'm going to move uh, some of these things off the table because... I'm gonna, I'm kind of improvising because some of these heights... Thank you. Um, some of these heights are not fully... I feel adequate. like I had so much Jean Benet things, but I feel like we need to also move on because we're... We need to move on. We talked a lot. Well, because I, what did I have on my list? I was going to ask you, like, was there any places that were nostalgic for you as a child in the 80s slash 90s? I went to the library a lot, <laughs> which isn't, doesn't sound very exciting, but it was exciting because <laughs> we got, we would ride our bikes to the library and then they would have like little book reading hangout things where we do crafts. Like we made little like popsicle stick haunted houses. Um, we read goosebumps, but it was, it was really more of like the adventure of being able to like ride your bike and be away, like do things on your own kind of thing. And the library doesn't sound very fun, but it was real fun. Did you ever go to Chuck E. Cheese? I did go to Chuck E. Cheese okay. and you know how we feel about Chuck E. Cheese. We love it. We it's love very it. creepy. We want to go. We love it. We should go actually. Well, didn't, weren't you saying you need a child? No, I don't think so. I'm a child at heart. 
Whatever. We'll just put we'll put two of the hair things like pigtails and um put where you wear over. I mean, you just need to not wear a full face of makeup. And yeah. I have to also comply, which is very difficult. But but I feel like it'll we'll, be eventually. We will do the thing. So you're gonna enter- entertain the folks as you continue yeah. your Lego journey while I bring out the creepy treats. Yeah. But I was also gonna say, was there any one um speaking of Legos and such, was there any one toy or something that freaked you out because there was one for me and it actually like kind of felt like it scarred me for life toys i don't think so we i mean i had barbies but i also had brothers so the barbies usually like their hair got chopped or burned or like the barbies were pretty much tortured and we also had a really cool ninja turtles uh like ooze truck i don't remember what it was called but we used to like in the Barbie's hair and then put him in the Ninja, Ninja Turtle truck and like make little ramps and stuff. Did it was you, very destructive. Did you ever play Don't Wake Daddy? Oh my God. I remember that game. That game fucked me up. Don't wake no, that, daddy. That daddy was not cute. Like that daddy was out for. Wait, what was it? What was the problem? It was kind of like, was it like operation kind of thing where you couldn't? Yeah, you would have to go mm-hmm. through the things and then, like, I just didn't not like daddy. Like, he was not good. Like, I will take a daddy now, but I will not take that. But you daddy. will not wake no. daddy. Did you he, win the game? What, Were you good no, at it? Because he scared me so much. He was like, when Wait, I went. Didn't he, like, rise up? Yeah, when he you fucking woke him? rose. Like, like he uh, rose from the dead. And that's what I think, like, horror style, he was like, Fucking, it was a horror game of the 90s. It was like Dracula coming out from his thing and his eyes were open. I was like, you know, this I, is not I the remember best. it vaguely, but I feel like maybe I'd erase it from my memory because I don't really I don't remember like what it looked like. All I picture right now is the operation guy with the tweezers, like trying to get the organs out. Didn't um, him. So moving on to creepy treats, you are continuing with the ghost life. I'm actually you're, almost you're done. You're killing it right over here. I'm almost done because I really want the pizza. So I was like, what? The 90s. Let's take it back to the 90s. When we were children, what did we have in our lunch bags? Um, And so we went down and we looked at all of our favorite snacks of what is still available. So a lot of things like... A lot of things are discontinued, like my favorite things. Dunkaroos Mm -hmm. was, I would say, a favorite of both of us. mm. Dunkaroos was discontinued in 2012. You can still buy them on Amazon. Very questionable because that means those don't- they're dunk- like $30. They're $30 and they're eight years old. So you don't want to eat them. And I heard the frosting is like tar. So instead, if you fancy the Dunkaroos, you can go to Walmart and these are called uh, Dunk Dunkin' Crunch, Dunker Crunch. And it's essentially just cute little tiny cookies with a bucket of frosting. Exactly what Dunkaroos were, except they're not shaped like cute little kangaroos. Those look so good. So we have a Dunkaroos mm. uh, vanilla frosting, and no, this. I'm about to hug this tube <laughs> up. This is Dunkaroos a unicorn, and it's just blue with like glitter. So you get to pick which Dunkaroos you want. Give me that glitter. You want the glitter? I knew you'd want the glitter. So I'm gonna put did that Dunkaroo though? right there. I did. I was like, she's gonna want the unicorn did glitter. You? Then we have. So my favorite fruit snack of I'm the night. Not going 90s. in the hole. You need help. Putting it in the hole. It's not going in. Wait, hold on. It's gotta go in that hole. Which hole? This. That hole. Oh God. It says the lady with the giant nails is gonna do this. Oh, that's not, not gonna if work. If it's not going in, it's not going in, and that's what we say it's in just, all circumstances. It's, it's just, just gonna, gonna be a loose cannon for now. It's just gonna hang out, and it glows. I feel like it's got glow in the dark. So my favorite fruit snack of the '90s was shark bites. Do you remember shark bites? I've never had shark bites. They were, I believe, they were a Betty Crocker uh, fruit snack, and they Dunkaroos were Dunkaroos was Betty Crocker too. 
Betty, Betty knew what we wanted. <laughs> Betty was the jam. In I don't the know 90s. where Betty is right now, but she, Betty's still around. I would dedicate most things to Betty. She uh, had these fruit snacks. They were called shark bites, and they were literally just shark gummy fruit snacks. But they were so delicious. And like shark bites was like a status. If you had your lunch bag and you pulled out shark bites, you were the cool kid. See, that was me with Altoids in a tin, like what? The, the sour Altoids. Like it was like drug deals in Catholic school. Like, Sour Altoids, yeah. Are a thing? If you had them in your desk, you were like, like you were shaking them. You're like, oh my god! Like Ashley got the hookup with the Altoids. They were like, <laughs> Did you have like the flip desk and yeah. you pulled out your oh, drug fuck pouch yeah. of Altoids. Yeah, you were like a baller if you had those Altoids. I tried to get Warheads, but they were out of stock at Walmart. Wait, I so. want to stop Legoing right now. We're I'm gonna have to. Eat. We're gonna have to snack. Hey guys, so, this is what we made. Ha! Huh? Go slab. But the ghost, ghost lab. But there's no ghost in it. And I no, think there is. is. Wait, there's a head right there's here. There's a ghost dog. Let's make the ghost. What is it? Where's the ghost Let's dog? Let's make go? the ghost before we feast. This is the ghost, I guess. He's got green pants. So, Shocker. Oh I can't touch anything. He's a Wait. fucking leprechaun. Who's this guy's head? Is that his head? That's this guy's head. This is you. Oh, we see And you crotch. just decapitated him and threw him off the couch. Oh, so, oh God. I'm not going to. See, I can't. So this touch. is a scientist. He's going to have go. nice things. He's going to be right here. Where does the ghost dog go? Um, I just want to put the dog. wherever you want him to go. Oh, he's going to go up here. And then. My one contribution. Ghost man goes. Oh, and he spins. Yeah, if he could fucking sit down like a champion, which he's not doing right now. Look at him. He's so cool. He looks very angry. And then what is, where does this go? In hell. I don't know. I haven't gone there yet. Okay. So we have miscellaneous. It's like when you make something and you're like, oh, you know, they're essentially, they're essentially bazookas, but we're not violent people. So oh, there's a little like um, laser. Yeah. Laser I want to open things. my cookies though. So we have, we're going to try the Dunkin' Crunch. I let them sit out. This doesn't look like it'll digest very well. It's Ooh, just this. blue. <gasps> oh, damn. This is like your new favorite thing ever. It's so good. They're like little. Where's this from? This is from Walmart. It's like in the bakery There's section. There's no Walmart's near me. You order it online, it'll get delivered to you. Okay, what? so Dunkin' Crunch is definitely. This is better than Dunkaroos because these are like fresh baked cookies. Mm. I can't. Um, next on the list, which you were very excited about when I showed you earlier, is Lunchables. Oh my God. I used to live off of the nacho packs. So I have a special gift for you. This is the Lunchables pepperoni pizza pack. Fucking down. Let me move this ghost scenario. We're going to have a, a half-ass done Lego and Actually, so many snacks. Actually, should we get a, a volunteer to just get rid of this so we can... Yeah. Um, the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord. Dark Lord is coming to remove the Lego. Please remove our Just shift. don't drop it, though, because she's almost done. I tried to make some No! 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 There's like a decapitated Lego head down here. It's like my life. Okay. okay. So Dunkin' Crunch. This? Oh, I lost a tooth. That's not good. What else is new? Oh, there it is. It's here. It's okay. here. Okay. So we're going to so crack into the Lunchables. So if you were a child of the 90s or the 2000s, I feel like Lunchables were a thing. Also, Lunchables should not be a thing anymore because it is not a well-balanced lunch. It is basically yeah, sugar it, and it, salt. It really made me appreciate charcuterie trays. So <laughs> you make a nice charcuterie. Like, it's like you got to put the shit on your own cracker. 
So this is pizza. Also comes with a Capri Sun. Which Very nice. Which I would be Capri really Sun. great with Peach Absolute. It would, just put Peach Absolute in any sort of beverage from the 90s. This pizza dough looks crusty. Well, it also has been sitting out for an hour. Mm. I got the Fruit Punch. Oh, no. Pacific Cooler Capri Sun. Sounds like dinner. Um, and mine is going to be really sad because I don't eat dairy or meat. So, so yours is just going to be marinara <laughs> and just be cardboard. Cardboard bread and packet sauce. Okay. Um, well, wait. Well, we, I got a turkey and, or what? A turkey and cheddar one too. I love turkey. And then the one cool thing about Lunchables is you always got like a little treat this inside. This shit is kid proof. Oh wait, never mind. And oh. I got, you got a crunch, a mini crunch. I got a mystery airhead. But do you remember when you were a kid and you used to do this? No. Watch you me didn't. do this though. <laughs> oh wow. That's Ooh. so nice. So you would, Cameron's like, what did you do that for? So you would flick the airhead. It took a long time. You do this the whole time. And then it would basically make the airhead go to the bottom. And it was like one thick chunk of airhead. But it was like something you did in class obnoxiously Dude, for like an hour. This is some good pepperoni. Is it? I, don't I mean, I don't need. think it's real. I mean, but anything that can so questionably good. sit outside for. Holy shit. Lunchables, <laughs> sponsor me. Us. But. I like pepperoni more. How's the bread? Oh, it's it's like it's like a pita. Dude. I feel like this got upgraded because it is didn't. This moth. <gasps> mm-hmm. You can have my cheese too. Oh, I will. Give me that orange you can shit. Have that cheddar. I need to. I'm gonna. So I'm a chef. I guess you guys didn't know. <laughs> this is how I. I only need three ingredients. So I'm just cheese, bread, and sauce. You just sprinkle it like so, and then like decor wise, you just want to take one of these little. You just take one. Or two, I guess, because they're not cooperating. Why does the sauce taste like it has sugar in this it? This is like a boob pizza. Now it's a taco because I don't want to work for it. That's nasty. No, thank you. <clears throat> it literally tastes like there's like maple syrup Dude, in the sauce. Dude, yours is so nasty. Because that it still tastes the same. Like mine tastes the same underneath. That's gross. Wait, I'm going to make something out of this. I'm going to be like, wait, what if I make a... Pepperoni. You do whatever you I'm want. I'm gonna make a you pepperoni taco. Too. I thought the sauce would be better. I don't remember the sauce being that nasty. I'm gonna make a pepperoni taco. I give a thumbs down Wait. to that. Um, so we also have this might be sacrilegious. My favorite fruity snacks of the '90s. We have Gushers. Mm. Taking it back to your head might turn turn into a giant fruit. We have uh, fruit roll-ups, and we also have fruit by the foot. One thing that I didn't know um, is that they were all mini sized. Okay. So Good you get like, um, I'm going to give you one of each and you can, you, but you said you didn't like, I don't like sour things. It's not sour. I'm still eating my pepperoni. Um, also, oh, I left it in the fridge. Can you grab the one thing in the fridge that was by accident? I think only Cameron will know what it is, Abe. Uh -oh. Um, so I was on the website. How do you open this? I don't know. Oh, I got it. Um, I was on walmart.com. I'm in a napkin. Shopping for my groceries, as you do. And I was like, oh, what are the beverages of the 90s? Like, what did we drink? We had Squeeze-Its. We had Sunny D. And I was like, Squeeze-It. I loved Squeeze-Its. What the fuck is a Squeeze-It? What? You never had a Squeeze-It? Mm -mm. So Squeeze-It was like a juice in a little container. And you would, like, squeeze it into your... Don't look. Eat your pizza. 
uh, it was like a little jar and you would like drink it, you would squeeze the bottle. So like this Sunny D, you can't squeeze, it's not soft enough. Mm-hmm. You would squeeze it into your mouth. So I was like, oh, I wanna find some Squeeze-Its. And so I typed in Squeeze-It and then um, I must've clicked it by accident. And then I get my groceries and I'm going through the list and I'm like, what is a squeeze up? Uh-oh. And by accident, I purchased you some squeeze up cat food. No, with, I don't like tuna. With tuna. No, 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 no. I don't want to eat that because I don't like tuna. I told you I. You yeah. can't eat this. This is cat food. I, know, but I don't know with you. I don't know with you anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to make you eat cat food. I mean, I make I make her eat bugs. I'm gonna eat your cheese. That's for I sure. make her eat like things that are very questionable. But the squeeze up, I mean, to be to no. be to be I'll fair, that's you. that's torture. I'm not gonna make you eat cat food. But to be fair, it's really cute. It has a little cat with this little paws, and it's it's squeezing the cat food like that, eating it. Look at how cute it is. I have cats, so I'll give it to my cats. But I thought it was very funny because I typed in squeeze it, and I got cat food instead. And you know. Because I love you, I'm Don't not gonna make you eat it. Don't you check your order before you check out? Um, yeah, and but there's a cat face on the no, fucking logo. But everything was like a dollar forty nine, so I didn't even question it. The the um six pack of <laughs> cheese all over. The six pack of Sunny Delight was like two fifty. Each of these Lunchables was like one forty nine, or like a dollar twenty or something. It was so cheap. And I remember as a kid, this was a treat. Yeah, you got was. like this was like a we fucking, never got lunchables. This my was mom, like you were DJ Khaled in a class full of peasants yeah, and like it, upcoming producers. So, so is is lunchables like value gone down? Because at the time, I feel like if they were a dollar something, my parents would have been like, Hell I yeah, remember, I it. thought they were like three fifty when I was alive, maybe or maybe not alive, but when I was <laughs> when I was uh, when my soul was still in me, <laughs> it was three forty nine. I have to say, oh wait, did you eat any of the gummy things? A bitch, I'm pacing myself. <laughs> So much I just sugar. got through my pizza. Fuck. Gushers are still as amazing as I remember. Did them. you ever eat beefaroni? Or Chef Boy RD? Wait, what? Chef Boy RD. Chef Boy RD. <laughs> I did eat Chef Boy RD. Me and those raviolis were like this. I like them. We're real good. Um, I also really love SpaghettiOs. Are they sour to you? Yeah. I just ate so much fake marinara. It's a weird mixture. I don't understand why the sauce tastes like my, sugar. My soon-to-be adoptive father, Guy Fieri, would say this is a bad palate cleanser. Um, ugh. Fruit by the foot. Mini. My favorite was the tie-dye. But I guess you didn't know because you didn't eat these. No, but I it was, was like purple, blue, and green. But I'm pretty sure real fruit by the foot is three feet. This is not That's three feet. Said. <laughs> This is, Oops. and you would do this, and yeah. It's, it's so much. For fuck's sake, I can't have one nice thing. This whole episode, the end is just going to be us struggling. Shoving. Wait, this is really good. Right? So what I would do is like this, so you could feel like you were eating something. I don't want to do that. I really want to go back to my pizza. You want some squeeze ups? Nope. I want to go back to my pizza. I shouldn't have done that. It's like the biggest. I mean, that cheese, best friend. <laughs> I have to say, my favorite thing on the smorgasbord, on the smoker's board, <laughs> is the Dunkin' Crunch from Walmart. It's good. 
It's good. It's so good. It's like, how much does that retail for? I think they were like two do- under $2. Okay. Well, I need to go to Walmart because I um, really want to just die quick of artery Let's failure. see. Don't eat this in one sitting because it is. Wait. Oh, wow. wow. It's 380 calories for only eight cookies and three tablespoons of icing. So, so how many servings are there in here? There's two and a half. So if you eat the whole thing, that's a lot of calories and you're probably going to have diabetes. So don't do it. But we're going to eat like. As I just eat pure <laughs> mozzarella. Which is like fake cheese as well. Mm. Mm. Okay. Any other snacks that you loved from the 90s that we don't have on this beautiful? Yeah, bugs. Okay. Um, I really liked. Ooh, Fun Dip. Do you remember Fun Dip? Yeah. Do you remember Pixie Sticks? Mm-hmm. There was this one rich fuck in our neighborhood, and he would always give the big ones. So when we would trick or treat, Wait, the big ones, the big pixie. It was like three feet long pixie sticks. Oh yum! And I was like, we have to go to that house. We have to. And then one guy would give us a toothbrush, and I was like, no, we need to pick this up. Or raisins or pennies. Yeah. Don't ever give raisins or pennies on Halloween because no one likes you. I think they give gift cards now. Who? Bel Air. <laughs> As grown-ass women, we're going to go trick or treat in Bel Air for gift cards. Oh. Um, I'm going to eat one more cookie, and then I feel like I need to stop. Yeah, I need to stop, but I just want to touch this one more time. Lunchables, disappointing. No, I are you like kidding it. me? No. I want to fuck that turkey one. Yeah. I'm going to shit. Will you handle this? Um, yeah. Hello. The sauce is really throwing me off. So with that, that will do it for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley. And you can watch all of the videos on our website at letsgetspooky.com. You can also listen on iTunes and on Spotify. So thanks for joining us, fiends, and don't forget to stay spooky. Stay spooky.